Sports Talk for real sports fans. 1700, the champ. Good afternoon. Welcome in. No, good morning and welcome in. Trey Cotted here with you running solo today from 11 till 1 on 1700, the champ. Then coming up. From 1 until 2, it'll be Jimmy B and TC. Myself and Jim Brinson will talk the world of sports with you. Coming up here today on the program, we got John Walters stopping by at about 11.20. We'll talk plenty of Cyclones with him getting into Iowa State. Cameron Lard coming off suspensions. Ron Talley going to be back. The latest update that we heard and coming back off of the injury front for both Lindell Wigginton and Solomon Young. Looks like the middle of December for both of those guys. We'll get into that. We'll talk football. Of course, the matchup with Drake coming up this weekend at Jack Trice Stadium. The last time to see that Cyclone football team before the bowl game coming up on Championship Saturday. So we will be talking with John Walters about that and a whole lot more here at 1120. Then at 1210, it'll be John Miller of HawkeyeNation.com stopping by. Plenty to get into. Iowa with the win last night. Certainly not a thing of beauty in the victory over Pittsburgh. Down at the half, come roaring back. And some other components going on. We'll get into that in just a moment with the voice of the Iowa Hawkeyes, Gary Dolphin, and uh, what he said uh, while the mic was hot. Oh, yes. You learn in this business, always assume that the mic is hot. And uh, Dolph got caught in that one. We'll get into that here momentarily. We'll finish things off at about 1230 with Bill Bender from the Sporting News. We'll get into the college football playoff rankings that were released last night. I don't think a shock by any means that Oklahoma was above Ohio State in the latest rankings. The 29-point loss to Purdue still lingers quite largely for the Buckeyes as opposed to what's happened on Oklahoma side of things, but we'll certainly get into that. Talk playoffs, talk bowl matchups. We'll get into Iowa and Iowa State where Bill has both the Hawkeyes and Cyclones projected to play and a whole lot more. Coming up with Bill Bender, that'll be at about 12.30. But first, let's look back at what we saw last night and a victory for the Iowa Hawkeyes as the 14th-ranked Hawks got it done 69-68 over Pittsburgh. Now, as we were talking about this Pittsburgh team yesterday and, and even Monday as we were looking forward and, and the slate coming up over the next four games for the Hawkeyes, it was Pitt, two Big Ten games, Friday night Wisconsin, then Monday on the road at Michigan State, followed up by the game next Thursday against Iowa State. And with all that happening and all that going on, it was, this was the game that was overlooked. This is certainly not the one I think that anybody put in the L column for Iowa. Pittsburgh was 6-0, and but you look at who they had played. I think going into the game last night, their strength of schedule out of the 351 Division One teams was something like 345th. I think that shows you who they had played up until that point. They played St. Louis, who... Is one of the favorites in the Atlantic 10. Their last time out, a neutral court game for that one. But it wasn't exactly thought of as a power by any means. And, by the way, the Billikens were without one of their top players. One of their top players uh, sat out of the first half of that game, and they still got the victory. All that aside, it didn't look like Pitt was going to be really formidable. But then the game happens. And as you're watching... Well, first, well, you could watch it at the beginning. I don't know what was going on with ESPN last night, but let's start there. Come on, ESPN. You know, I understand they want everybody to go out now and buy the app, right? And if you've had streaming capabilities, 
and it doesn't matter with your Mediacom, your DirecTV, your Dish, and everything in between. If you had the channels, you could stream, sign in with your password, your cable or satellite password, and if you had the channels, you could watch them on the ESPN app. Well, now they have this ESPN Plus deal, and a lot of the college basketball games are going that way, but still, the televised games, not the old ESPN3 games that were streaming only, but the televised game, you'd always get them. And somebody help me out here, because I, I didn't see anything on Twitter, I may a culpa from ESPN, but for whatever reason, last night, I could, and I'm not joking, this is not a joke, I could watch Indiana Duke, as it was tipping off, even as games go longer, you can still watch it on the app. Of course, the Illinois and Dame game went long, and that's why we're having this conversation. But so as this is happening, as this is going on, you can watch it on your phone. You can stream it. You can set up your Chromecast and watch it on your television that way, streaming through your phone. You can do that. Except ESPN on their app didn't have the option to actually click on Iowa Pittsburgh, at least on my app. And I saw other people that were putting out pictures. And it says, this event has not yet started. What happened? Who dropped the ball? I can watch Indiana Duke in Spanish. I can watch Indiana Duke above the rim, a different camera angle. And, of course, the normal feed. You got three feeds of Duke, Indiana, and you can't give us one Iowa pit? Come on. But by the time we finally got to see the game and what we saw, great start early from Jordan Bohannon, hit a couple of three-pointers early on. He had a career-high six steals, but... In the first half, that defense from Bohannon and the rest of the Hawkeyes, it looked like the same team from a year ago. I mean, blow by after blow by, it was time in and time out, the freshman Xavier Johnson being able to get to the rim. Making plays, he made good work. But the difference in this year's team, at least in what it feels right now compared to last year. Last season, something like that happens to Iowa. This is what happens. They go in the tank. How many times last year we see a half like that? High scoring, high paced, up and down the floor, and then they come out of the locker room, and the other team just expands on that lead. Tons of times. That happened a lot. Not the case. Iowa comes out, you see that defensive intensity pick up, and it wasn't the the faux intensity that you see a lot of times. We're just guys, they're going to slap the floor and that's it, and then they let a guy blow by. No. It's a team that understands. And you saw them change what they did defensively. Saw Luca Garza not play as much because of some of the limitations that he has on the defensive end of the floor. A lot more Connor McCaffrey because of his ability with his length to be a better defender out front. And with it, Iowa came on the comeback. Now, they didn't shoot it well in the second half. They, they really struggled. But Nicholas Bear came up with some big moments, a few three-pointers, had a couple of heat checks afterwards that were cringeworthy at times. Most important, they got the win. Was it a thing of beauty? No. Will it be a game that will be long remembered in the ACC Big Ten Challenge? Absolutely not. But the most important component, they got the win. And they did it by getting a stop at the end. Challenge on the reverse layup. Pitt also had a fadeaway at the horn. Boy, it feels like those go in more times than not. Doesn't there. Iowa holds on for the victory. And you move on. And you get ready for Friday night. And Friday night's going to be much more difficult. Matt Davidson and companies come to town. Gritty. Gutty, workout warrior, gym rat. Of course, everything you say about a white guard in college basketball, that's Matt Davidson and company coming in, him and Ethan Happ and company. It's going to be a bigger challenge than what they saw out of Pittsburgh on Friday night. Disappointed in the crowd, not a great crowd over there. 10,000 and change in the building, come on. 
is a team that's nationally ranked. They're ranked in the top 15 in the country by the Associated Press. Are you going to show up? Come on. Got to be better than that. Got to be better than that. Tuesday night. I don't basketball starting, high school basketball starting. There's other things going on, but let's go. 10,000. Be better than that. Hawkeye fans have to be better than that. And if there's 10,000 in the building Friday night for Wisconsin, I, I don't know. Shut the program down. No, let's not go that far. Tyler Cook, little incident late in the game, little pushing and shoving. That very well. I mean, a certain crew would have taken that into their own heads. If if TV Teddy Valentine was on the call for that one, you can bet that they would have flagged Tyler Cook with a flagrant. Pitt's coming to the other end shooting free throws. Alas, for the Hawks, that didn't happen. And certainly good news there. But one final note to the game. One final little nugget to pass your way. Now, you're listening on radio right now. I know some of you out there are streaming, but you listened. You're listening. You know the radio, and you know the radio voices of the Iowa Hawkeyes, I'm sure, Gary Dolphin. And for basketball, it's Bobby Hansen. We've had both those guys on these programs. I like both of those guys. I think they're certainly wonderful in their own components to what they do. Bobby Hansen can see the game as well as anybody. I love the insight that he gives. And Gary Dolphin has been a great voice for the Hawkeyes for 20-plus years now. Dolph last night, though, well, the mic was hot. Didn't think that that was the case. He didn't believe that they were on the air, but they were, and as they were, they picked up a little something-something. That's concerning. That's big-time concerning. He said something along the lines of, now look at this, some freshman comes over, from Pittsburgh, Xavier Johnson. They get a couple guys like that. And we got Macy Daly dribbling into double teams. Now, what he said isn't wrong. It, it's things that I certainly have said here on this program. But this is different. This is sports talk radio. This is opinion-based. We are not a megaphone for the University of Iowa. We're not a loudspeaker for Iowa State. And even though we have a connection to you and I, and I'm a UNI grad, even with that, I'm not a mouthpiece for the Panthers. Yet with all that being said, that's a different realm. Gary Dolphin is an employee of Learfield who had the rights granted to them by the University of Iowa. For all intents and purposes, he is an employee. And when those things go across the airwaves, disparaging an Iowa basketball player, that's bad. There was a quote that came out, a statement that came out from Gary Barta afterwards. I've been aware that our Learfield sports broadcast team was heard make, during a timeout making negative remarks in regards to Iowa's play and players during the first half of the men's basketball game against Pittsburgh Tuesday evening. I've requested a copy of the broadcast from Learfield and will evaluate the comments once I have an opportunity to listen to the audio. Gary Dolphin apologized both during the game and afterwards. But another compelling component here, after the game, normally Frey McCaffrey, he comes, sits down, has a conversation with the coach, talks about what they saw, quick three, four, five minutes, in and out, there you go. That didn't happen in the postgame show. Instead, you did get to hear from Frey McCaffrey, but it was the press conference. It was the audio there. How often does that happen? I'm not sure. 
I don't listen to every radio broadcast. I listen to it a little bit. In fact, I was driving around at 7.30 last night, and I I was listening to the pregame show. And I heard a caller, and I heard Gary have to cut him off after a little while. But, yeah, so I catch the broadcast from time to time. How big of a deal is this? Is, Is this just me, media guy, making more importance out of it than it actually is? Maybe. Very well could be. Because of the realm that I'm in, maybe I look at it in a different fashion than the standard Iowa fan. Here's where a potential problem, though, can crop up. And it's what I said last. And that's Fran McCaffrey not coming to do the post-game interview with Gary Dolphin. If Fran McCaffrey looks at this as some kind of slight, if he looks at this in such a negative tone that he's not sure that he wants to deal with Gary Dolphin anymore. Look, it's one thing for me sitting here in Des Moines and say something. You know, Jordan Bohannon, he was awful defensively last night in the first half. He was. In my opinion, he was bad. That's me. That's me saying that in sports talk. But if I was the voice of the Hawkeyes, which I would love to be, by the way, not kicking Dolph out the door, I know I'm not getting that job, but I'd love to have that job. Still, if I had that and I said that during the broadcast, there would be repercussions. It's different. Dolph did a great job. He talked to the media afterwards. He explained he was frustrated, and I get that. I've been frustrated. I get frustrated watching my favorite team. I've been frustrated calling games, but it's the old adage. You always have to think the mic is hot. That's why, personally, I love being able to control everything. When I'm doing a high school broadcast, when I'm doing the show here, I like to be in control of everything. I like to be in control of my own mic and know that it's actually dead. That's me. I've worked with people in the past. Didn't know the mics were on. Can be a sticky proposition. Bad things can happen. Bad things certainly happen with Gary Dolphin. How this plays out, we will see. Is there going to be a reprimand from Gary Barta? We'll keep an eye on that one. We'll keep you covered here on 1700 The Champ. Coming up next, we'll talk to one of the voices here in the state of Iowa. No, not Gary Dolphin, though. It'll be John Walters. We'll see if we can gain some perspective from him. As a voice, as somebody that is an employee, how you draw that line, how fine of a line is it? I think an interesting conversation coming up next with one of the best in the business. That's John Walters. He'll join us as we continue here on 1700 The Champ. Trent Conrad running solo with you today. Back with more in a moment. Wake up with the all-new morning show on 1700 The Champ. Taz and the Moose. Every weekday morning from 5 to 8. Real sports talk for real sports fans. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Hi, this is Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands Food Pantry in Altoona, and we have some exciting news. This month, in partnership with DMARC, we launched Caring Hands Eastview at Eastview Community Center, located at 4101 East 42nd Street in Northeast Des Moines. Northeast Des Moines has been identified as a part of our community where food insecurity among families and children is significant. Can you help us make a difference and fight hunger in our city by donating or volunteering? To get involved, just contact David Harper at Eastview Community Center at 515-809-2356. That's 515 515- 
800-809-2356. And as always, thank you for your support. No, no, no. Everywhere I go, I hear no. no. It's even November, but not this month. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. I'm asking Des Moines to say yes during my Yes Member sales event. Say yes to a nicer, newer car. Say yes for up to 4500 bucks more for your trade. Say yes, yes even if you've had credit problems in the past. Get up to 4500 bucks more than appraised value during Yes Member. Don't let the others tell you no. We're giving bad credit the bird. <laughs> my one and only for the people, credit approval process is like butter. Because we're on a roll, baby. We take out the mess and the stress and just say yes to you. So say yes to a nicer, newer car. Say yes for up to 4500 bucks more for your old clunker. Say yes even if you've heard no in the past. But hurry, this offer ends after the first 75 people gobble up a nicer, newer car. I'm Joe Clemens, and I'm your dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. Hey guys, Trent Condon here from 1700. You've been hearing me for a couple of months talk about New Leaf Wellness. I'm on a couple of programs helping me lose weight and it has worked outstanding for me. The two treatment programs that I'm on right now, the GAC and the MIC, helping me with my energy levels, weight loss, increasing muscle tone. It's worked wonderfully for me. New Leaf Wellness has a lot of different programs they can help with guys out there. Low testosterone, maybe you're battling migraines, looking to lose weight, or maybe you just hit a plateau in your workout system. New Leaf Wellness can help you like they've helped me. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Year right around the corner. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. It's the holiday sales event at Ford. It's a big deal. And we're busy making preparations to get you the best deals of the year. Because unlike Santa's presents, ours don't just magically appear. At Ford, ours are built in real factories, where pickup trucks come with best-in-class towing and payload, where SUVs are built with available features like terrain management and driver-assist technologies, and where every bolt, stitch, and line of code is tested and tested again. But you don't have to write Santa a letter to get these presents. Naughty or nice, just come see your Ford dealer during our holiday sales event for our best offers of the year. Ford, built for the holidays. Built Ford Proud. Best-in-class towing and payload when properly configured. Classes light-duty pickups under 8,500 pounds GVWR based on Ford segmentation. Wildwood Hills Ranch is a local nonprofit just 25 minutes south of West Des Moines, serving over 1,000 youth at risk and veterans and their families annually. We would like to invite you to our upcoming events this fall. We have a barn dance in the Quad Cities November 3rd and an Iowa Machine Shed Thanksgiving on Thursday, November 22nd. We hope to see you at one of our upcoming events. For more information, go to wildwoodhillsranch.org. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash does overpaying for something make sense we don't think it does at charter house real estate that is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about 
Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Check out of back with you running solo here this afternoon. Iowa State, they have a big one coming up this uh, week with Drake to get their eighth victory of the year. Then it'll be awaiting the bowl destination. Basketball gets going again next Monday. North Dakota State will be in town before a week from Thursday. The matchup with Iowa in Carver Hawkeye Arena. Here to talk about that and a whole lot more. He's the voice of the Iowa State Cyclones. John Walters joining us today. John, good morning to you. How are things? Things are good. How are you doing, Trent? I can't complain. Uh, certainly getting ready for the tail end of the season. It's championship Saturday in college football. Now, now John, you got to be honest. You're going to be calling the game with Drake, and I know there's a lot going on. I do play-by-play. It's a different vein, certainly, at the high school level than what you do with Iowa State. But are you going to have a monitor with that Texas-Oklahoma game at least close to you? <laughs> Yeah, you probably want to keep an eye on that a little bit sure. and up, update the score occasionally. Yeah, no doubt. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good to be playing this weekend. And, uh, obviously, you'd rather be playing in, in Dallas, and that was so close to happening for Iowa State. And that's another uh, sign that the program's really headed in the right direction, that you got that you know final two weeks with an opportunity to go down and play in that game. But didn't pan out this year. Hopefully it will next year. Six and three, the first time in in program history that they've won six conference games. It's different. I mean, you go back to the Big Eight days, and you'd only play seven games, and now they're playing nine. But still, a great accomplishment. Going six and three in any league is certainly a, a great, great accomplishment for this program. And you look at the future; there's certainly a lot of excitement there. But to get to that six win, boy, it took a lot. I mean, I mean, it almost in a way down thirty eight twenty one. John, it, it felt like one of those horror stories where you got to do something miraculous to to get rid of the sealer killer, to get rid of Freddie or Jason or something like that. They finally did it against the Wildcats. Yeah, I mean, I think even I even said they need a miracle, you know, and I usually don't think that way. But the reason I'm processing it that way in my mind is that Kansas State is so good at sucking the air out of the ball. That's what they do for a living. Um, but, you know, with 11, 12 minutes left, you're down 17. You're thinking you're not going to get the ball back enough in order to have a chance to win. And, you know, so they really did need uh, something to happen unusual. And to get a defensive touchdown obviously changed the game entirely. But even when they got that offensive touchdown to get it to 10, um, that's still in the back of your mind. They had some positive momentum. Um, but you knew they had to get a stop. And they hadn't shown any signs of slowing down Kansas State's rushing game. But, um, you know, I, I credit, credit John Haycock, uh, you know, once again, timing those blitzes perfectly, when to bring blitzes, when not to, uh, sent that package in the, the late stages of the game, forced that turnover, kept sending them on Kansas State's next possession, forced them into a three and out, and gave the team an opportunity to win. And, uh, and, and you know, to Brock Purdy's credit, too, to be able to, you know, capitalize and drive the team down the field and 
make some big plays with the game on the line. I thought um, a really good, good team victory. And, and, and you're right. I mean, against an opponent that has had your number, uh, that made it even more special. You know, John, another component here, you talked about you know, Mike Rose coming on that blitz and Heacock continuing to dial it up. The series before, you know, Brock Purdy had some some tense moments throughout that football game, but to come out down 17, and I know a frustrating time for a lot of Cyclone fans at that point, to come out there, make the throw to Eaton to get the drive started, he played beautifully in that drive, and, and, and I don't know, I feel like I'm the only one, people love talking about the Rose play, and that was incredible in its own right, but the drive before to set up to be within two scores, that was a thing of beauty out of Brock Purdy. Yeah, and I think that's where you look at a guy, uh, absolutely, Brock uh, showed a ton of composure throughout the night. He played really well the whole night. I mean, he had two picks, but, um, you know, the ball to Akers couldn't have been thrown any better. It just kind of bounced out of his hands and into the Kansas State player wasn't even looking at it, and it kind of bounced right into his lap. And that, that happens in college football, especially when you take deep shots. And I love the aggressiveness of the coaching staff to go deep throughout the game because it was obviously something Iowa State could take advantage of with a team butler. And so, uh, I, I thought that was a great strategy, but I think you're right, and you just touched on something that um, probably does get overlooked, and that's the contribution of Maddie in that Cyclone victory because, you know, he makes that catch, has the great extra effort to get extra yards, get him across midfield, give him something positive that they can start hanging their hat on. And then a couple of plays later, he has a tremendous block on Treat uh, Milton's um, you know, wide receiver screen that goes down the sideline for 30 yards. And, you know, those two plays, I think, really had a big impact on kind of allowing Iowa State to score quickly, which they needed to do, uh, and turning the tide in the game. And Matt Eaton's one of those guys that is just an absolutely tremendous leader who never really seeks the spotlight. But uh, his contribution in that possession, I, I think, has had, had as much to do with the victory as anybody. And then you see another guy like Sam Buckner you know, yeah. collect the, touch, the touchdown pass. I mean, that drive kind of encapsulates, uh, you know, those guys that do win in the dark. I mean, that those were the guys that uh, won under the lights in those moments. John, it's Drake this weekend. It was originally, well, of course, originally, originally South Dakota State to begin the season. Then Incarnate Word came out. They qualified for the FCS playoffs. A lot of legwork that had to be done by Jamie Pollard to find a game here. Matt Campbell, he was steadfast wanting this game. What was the reason behind it? They, they were already bowl eligible. This one counted boards bowl eligibility against Drake regardless. But what was the, the desire to get this uh, this 12th football game so much? Well, I think even going back to when the decision was made, I mean, uh, you go back months uh, to when they decided they wanted that, that 12th game. And Matt didn't hesitate to say he did want a 12th game. You know, he, he loves the game of football. And I, I think he tries to recruit guys that love the game of football, that want every opportunity they can get to go play it. And um, if, if you don't have that mentality, you're probably not a great fit in his program. And so um, I, I think they wanted a game no matter what. Uh, and I really do credit Jamie Pollard for figuring out a way to get this done because, you know, when incarnate word all of a sudden made the playoffs, that really changed the dynamic of the whole deal because you know, even though they had said, well, we'll still come up there if we lose our first-round playoff game, well, you can't wait till the Monday of game week to say, oh, shoot, they won. Now we got to go find another opponent. Hey, does anybody want to come play us in five days? You know, right. you just, that's not realistic. So uh, to get the contract taken care of and, and do it the way he did, uh, I thought was impressive. And then, uh, you know, on top of that, to bring in 
um, a team within Central Iowa that has a lot of tradition and a lot of uh, a great fan base as well. And uh, to to make it something more interesting than just a run-of-the-mill game, I think was a, a great move on Jamie's part too. And so I, I, I'm excited about it. I think uh, you know I, I think the Drake players obviously are going to be very excited about the opportunity to come up here and play. And I think the Iowa State players should be excited about it too because they get that 12th opportunity before their bowl trip and. You know, this was a week where you normally, um, I, I would, you know, if, if Iowa State didn't have a game this week, I think this is a week where you really shut down your starters a little bit and just work with the young guys a lot. And I'm sure that some of that is still happening. And and you get that opportunity, hopefully, to play some of those young guys. So for them to be preparing, you know, this week and then get a chance to go out and actually put it to use in the game, I think is a great thing. John Walters joining us, the voice of the Iowa State Cyclones, as we talk ISU football and basketball there, there's a component people here non-scholarship. Uh, they they think of I don't know the guys with the pocket protectors and they're out there. But this is a real football team. You know this is this is a team. These kids, a lot of them had scholarship offers. They could have gone on and played at other other FCS programs. They could have walked on at power programs that are out there. These are guys that are out there. But there is a component people feel safety. A concern at all to you taking on a team at a lower level, a team that doesn't have the same kind of resources or even close to it? I don't know that you run any more risk of an injury playing Drake than you would anybody else. Or, you know, even from Drake's perspective, do they run the risk of any more uh, of having an injury? I I don't really think so. Uh, I do think that if there's a guy that is, you know, questionable this week that would normally go out and play if it was a conference game and you were really fighting for a position in the conference standings, you might lean towards, well, let's just not play him this week because there's no sense in taking that risk. And um, But, but you know, I think uh, hopefully you get to a situation where you can put some young guys out there that really haven't had a chance to play a whole lot, and I think that could be really beneficial for them. I, I'm excited about this game for that reason. I mean, you've been hearing a lot about, you know, the Chandler, Chandler Pulvermachers and uh, Real Mitchells of the world and, um, you know, seeing him in practice is one thing, but to get to actually hopefully uh, see him out there in a game performing uh, is something I'm really looking forward to. John, from there, it'll be the bowl destination. I put out a Twitter poll uh, asking Cyclone fans out of two bowls what would be their preference, the Alamo Bowl and the Camping World Bowl. San Antonio for the Alamo, of course, Orlando for the Camping World. But I, I was a little bit surprised. Over 70% of the respondents chose the Alamo Bowl is that the same thing you're hearing from Cyclone fans? Well, I think that's natural that they would pick that one just because in the kind of the pecking order that's been put out there by the Big 12, the Alamo Bowl gets the first choice, and you're always going to want to say you went to the higher bowl game, I think, sure. and that, you know, I think that's probably the logic behind that. But there's another part to that, too, Trent, and that's the fact that if Iowa State fans can get in their car and drive to a bowl game, uh, we've seen before history tells us that the number of them that will be there is going to be off the charts. And even though San Antonio is a long drive, it is a straight shot down 35. And uh, I think there'd be a steady stream of cars and flights as well, but a lot of people driving down there to see that game. And so, um, and that would be a big deal for Iowa State to get in the Alamo Bowl. The good thing about the Camping World Bowl, too, is that it has, you know, there are direct flights to Orlando. That's a, that's a great thing from the Des Moines airport. So, uh, people would easily be able to get themselves down there for that game, and that'd be a great game to be in as well, facing an ACC opponent. So I don't think there's a wrong answer, but um, you know those are good options, really good options, and it's neat that this team has uh, put themselves in that position. And then 
you know, obviously they're going to have their charters as well going wherever they go. There's These fans are going to travel. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind they're going to be well represented wherever they end up. Somewhere warm, and I've been to both of those places. I made that drive down 35 some 17 years ago for the 2001 Alamo Bowl <laughs> with Iowa and Texas Tech, and it's a long one. It's even longer. On our way back, we had a snowstorm in Oklahoma. That was not nice. fun. Five guys, <laughs> five uh, college guys in a mid-sized sedan. Not the most comfortable drive home going through a snowstorm, but that aside, bull trips, they're always fun. It doesn't matter where you end up, John. No, I, I couldn't agree more, and, uh, and and those are prestigious bowls. I mean, for Iowa State, if they had a chance to play in the Alamo Bowl, uh, that's a really, really big deal and a sign of how far this program's come. And so, um, you know, from an Iowa State perspective, you certainly hope that the Big 12 gets two into the New Year's Six, which would help their cause, and, um, you know, and, and then it would become a, a choice between Iowa State and West Virginia, uh, two teams that are tied in the standings, and Iowa State beat West Virginia head-to-head and has a great fan following, so does West Virginia, but you would hope that some of those things would work in Iowa State's favor. And uh, obviously West Virginia has the Heisman Trophy candidate and, you know, the high national ranking, which, um, you know, it works to their benefit too. So it'd be an interesting decision to see which, which team gets chosen if it comes down to that. John, let's jump over to a little basketball. You saw a good performance on Monday night as they knocked off Omaha coming in. The Mavericks uh, certainly not up to the challenge of what Iowa State presented but I think some of the more intriguing components well no no I, I got to say something about the game John we've talked about now for the last uh, year plus Terrence Lewis I, I bought a lot of stock in this guy and now he's starting to come through he, he's playing at a good level what do you think out of, out of the sophomore out of Milwaukee you know I'm so happy for him <laughs> it's just it's tough man when you're a shooter and you're not making shots and you know I, I'm sure he was frustrated with the way he had been playing um, and it was just like the weight of the world came off his shoulders in the Illinois game uh, when Nick Weiler-Babb made a really unselfish play and saw Terrence cutting to the basket and found him for a layup. Uh, it's just like, man, the weight of the world just came off his shoulders right in that moment. The bench erupted. Everybody was really happy for him to get a bucket. And then next thing you know, he's knocking down threes. and <laughs> It's just like a different player. And goes out and scores 16 in the next game, 15 in the game after that. And that's big for Iowa State right now. You know, to get some bench production, uh, they, they need somebody to score off that bench. And uh, obviously a lot of guys are coming back here real soon, but Terrence is making a case to continue to get minutes and hopefully uh, he continues to play well because it's nice for Coach Prohm to have options on that bench. And um, happy for him, man. He's a good guy and uh, he's been working hard. And it's nice to see that reward happen. Going to be a little bit more difficult, though, to find minutes as this team's roster expands back. Cameron Lard uh, coming back off the suspension along with Zaron Talley. Let's start up front with those guys. Of course, a big guy with Cam Lard, and we've seen how well Michael Jacobson play. First, could those two guys play together? Not for you know a couple minutes, a half, but could there be long stretches? Could you see Jacobson and Lard's games being able to mesh enough for them to play together for long stretches? I think they can, and I think there'll be games where it makes sense to play them together a lot. Um, but there's probably also going to be games where it doesn't make sense. And one thing I know from watching this team play over the last few weeks is they've kind of really hit their stride here. They have found a way to share the basketball. Um, they play the small lineup, uh, and when you do that, you really have to be unselfish and move the basketball. And uh, the other thing doing really well is rebounding. They're leading the Big 12 in rebounding margin. You wouldn't expect it with that smaller lineup. But um, obviously getting Cam back is huge. He's a tremendously talented player. 
Um, yeah, Michael Jacobs has been playing a ton of minutes. You know, I mean, yeah. he's been playing 32, 33 minutes a game. I think far more than anybody expected him to play. And so, um, I think he can be every bit as effective. Uh, you know, playing five or six fewer minutes a game, probably. If uh, if Cam's taking some of those minutes, that's probably okay in the big picture of things. And um, but Michael certainly has done nothing to deserve. Um, any kind of a demotion in any way. He's playing tremendous basketball. He's really one of the best players in the Big 12 right now. So um, it, it's fun that those guys have, have stepped into the roles and, and taken on even more responsibility than people thought they might. And that goes right into the bench with, you know, a young guy like George Condit or how about Tyrese Halliburton and the way he's been playing. I mean, uh, guys have really, really stepped up when needed. And, um, and and now there'll be smaller roles maybe for some of those guys, but it'll still be a significant role. And it's Coach Prohm's challenge to, to blend it all together. But I think when you're doing a trend from a starting point of, hey, we're winning, um, that's a heck of a lot better than if guys were sitting on the bench not playing and the team was 2-4, and 2-5, and five, and looking at it and saying, well, I'm the reason. The fact that I'm not playing is the reason we're 2-5. and five. Mm-hmm. I have to go fix this. You know, I, I don't think there'll be that mentality from these guys. I think they'll try to fit into what's been happening and, and be a part of it. And so uh, I think that's been really good for this program in the big picture to be winning games, even shorthanded. Well, the Big 12 as a whole off to a really good start again this year. I mean, even Oklahoma State, you, you look at the Cowboys, they were picked 10th in the preseason poll. I watched them a couple of times in their non-conference tournament. They beat LSU. They beat Memphis. They played with Villanova for a while. I mean, if, if that's the 10th place team in your conference, boy, good luck this year, John. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be another great race. I, I really do. Um, lots of lots of really good teams, lots of uh, alike teams where each night you're really not going to go know what to expect. And, you know, you're playing everybody on their home floor. They're coming to your place. So, I expect another knockdown, drag out, wild Big 12 race. And you're right, the bottom of the league. And when you looked at last year, Trent, maybe even the year before a little bit, why was the Big 12 so strong? Because the bottom of the league was so strong. There really wasn't a bottom. And I, that could be the case again this year. We'll see. Um, but it, so far, so good as far as everybody having some pretty good non-conference victories across the league. And um, that bodes well for everybody having a stronger strength of schedule once you get into league play and start beating each other up. That uh, collectively, the league's uh, strength of schedule um, in the non-conference can really mean something. And of course, you have that SEC challenge, which is going to be a big part of that as well. But so far, so good for the Big 12. Wouldn't you like to see that thing maybe next week as opposed to in January? <laughs> I, I would. I absolutely would, and, I, and I'm glad that the, the one with the Big East is starting, too. Mm-hmm. I, I love those challenge events yep. because I love home court environments in the non-conference, and we don't see enough of them, and we see a lot of neutral site games, and nothing against, uh, boy, like the tournament in Maui, that was, that was a tremendous environment, just a tremendous yeah. environment. But, you know, I'm talking about the sterile uh, environment of let's get two powers together and play at the Sprint Center or something like that. I, don't, I just don't like it as much as... Uh, when teams play on on campus sites, and um, and I think it's a great reward for season ticket holders to be able to go see those games. And so, you know, I was glad to see Iowa State schedule a home and home with Missouri to get one more really quality opponent coming into Hilton Coliseum this year. Um, and I like these kind of challenges. I, I love watching those Gavit games early in the season because those matchups are always really good, you know. And mm-hmm. and you just don't get a lot of those in November, so. Uh, I think it's great that the Big 12 is adding one with the Big East as well. Yeah, I really loved, uh, speaking of your trip to Maui, I loved all those pictures you were tweeting out 
of the beach and the water and the palm trees. Thanks. We we love that back here, John. That was my that was my five minutes outside my room uh, preparing <laughs> for games was going out to get those pictures and uh, yeah I haven't found anybody to feel sorry for me no, yet but no. we got it we got in there Sunday night and played Monday Tuesday Wednesday and came back Wednesday night so uh, I wasn't wasn't doing a lot of lounging but man it was beautiful and I'd rather be working in eighty degrees than than forty so it was uh, <laughs> no no complaints on my part well John before we uh, let you run I mentioned to you right before we came on today. Gary Dolphin, who you know well, the voice of the Iowa Hawkeyes, similar role to certainly what you have. A little bit different with Cyclones TV, I understand that. But you've gone through some of the same type of things with Learfield and the like. You got caught on mic saying, I don't think anything disparaging, just saying, hey, players run into double teams, and here's Pitt with a couple of freshman guards that look really good. But as a voice, I mean, A, I think we all know in this business very well, always assume the mic is on, but... But secondly, when you say something about a player, you say something, you you also bring the fan component into it. You're rooting for the Cyclones to win the game. With all that, how difficult can your role be when you see a team that you're covering, that you know well, maybe not playing to their full potential? Yeah, I think, it's a, I, I think that's a tough thing, um, especially, you know, there's a lot of, pressure on you to make sure that you, you know, are fair and honest with your audience. And at the same time, um, you know, there's, there's no question which team you want to win. I, I don't think anybody that listens to Eric and I has any doubt about which team we want to win. The same goes for uh, Dolph and, and, and Bobby. And um, so it, it's a, it's a tough situation. I, I feel bad for everybody involved. And I think from, you know, for Dolph, it, it's really tough because you, you don't want to be the story. That's the last mm-hmm. thing you want as the play-by-play guy is to be the story. You're trying to tell the story, and um, and especially with Iowa off to a great start. You know they're they're ranked in the top 15. You don't want to be a distraction, and I'm sure he feels worse than anybody about the the way this all played out. Um, but you know I, I I sent him a text this morning. I just said, man, if I had a nickel for every time I've stuck my foot in my mouth. I could have stayed in Maui and bought a beachfront property. I mean, I, I think we've all been there and said and things that we regret, and mm-hmm. whether it's on the air or off the air. I mean, I've said stupid things on the air uh, <laughs> many times. And, um, and so I, it, it's tough. We're all human. Um, picture yourself as a fan. Um, the things that you say when you're sitting on your couch watching a game on TV, those maybe are the things that you think you're saying as a fan during the break. And uh, and then you realize it went over the air, and that's a really empty, tough feeling. And uh, I'm sure Dolph will have a, a good conversation and apologize to the, the team and the and, and the coach, and 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 hopefully get through this just fine. But um, it's a, it's a tough situation. It's uh, it's a lesson about that that Mike always is live. You have to treat it that way. And. Um, you know, I think anybody who's broadcasted for any length of time has probably found themselves in some kind of a similar situation. So I can, I can certainly relate, but I also understand it from Iowa's perspective of, you know, you, you want your team to be the story right now, and mm-hmm. they should be the story, you know, and they will hopefully continue to be the story, um, you know, once this is handled. I, I think you, you move on and try to get back to the fact that your team's having a really, really good season and then let that be the focus as it should be. You know, and, and you have the relationship. Uh, you know, he apologized on air a couple of times last night. I'm sure he'll say something to Macy Daly again uh, about that. But I, I also want to get your perspective on this, and we'll, we'll let you go. I've taken a ton of your time today, John, after this. But 
the relationship. You've worked with now a lot of head coaches throughout the years, and not just in your roles with Iowa State, but in different roles. I'm sure the, the circumstances are different. The relationships are different. How different are they? Because you talk to these guys, you're interviewing them seemingly a couple of times a week during the season. How much different can a relationship be between you, the voice of a program, and the head coach? Well, I think it's uh... – if you ask me what's my favorite part of the job, uh, that's it. It's the relationships that you build with um, the coaches and, and the players. I think it's uh, – and I think Dolph would say the same thing, you know, and nobody's promoted uh, Iowa athletics or their athletes more than he has through the years, you know, and uh, um, it, it is your favorite part of it is getting close to those guys, and, um, and, and that's why I'm sure he feels really bad right now. Um, and, and you don't want to – um, you don't want to put your coach in a tough spot either, you know, and, and that and that does that. It, it provides a distraction, obviously, at a time when you don't want one. Um, but, again, I, I think uh, everybody will handle it well. I mean, I'll give you an idea of the kind of person I think Dolph is. Um, you know, when I was getting ready to broadcast my very first game as the voice of the Cyclones, 2003, um, we're getting ready to play Northern Iowa. It's a night game. I wake up probably at five in the morning for a night game because I'm just bouncing off the walls full of energy. So excited about calling the game. And, you know, the, the first thing I, I get that day is a call from Dolph just saying, Hey, good luck. Uh, you know, do a great job and you know, pulling for you uh, to do a great job with the broadcast. And it just meant an awful lot to me and um, I'll never forget that. And so um, I've, I've always been appreciative of that. We've had a great relationship. I've probably talked to him, a uh, couple hundred times at least uh, through the years, and I can't remember one time when he's when he's ever said anything uh, to me bad about his uh, players or coaches. I know he loves those guys, so um, you know. Hopefully, hopefully this all gets settled and everybody can move on and get the focus back to where it could be. I I hate the fact that in this day and age we have so many uh, distractions uh, yeah. that, that tend to take away from what's what's actually going on on the field. It seems like the side stories always the bigger story. Um, and, and, I, and I hate that because uh, there's a lot of guys out there working hard that are putting together some great results, whether it's, you know, the football teams in the state or the basketball teams, uh, women's basketball right now is just at a super high level within the supporters of this state. Uh, that should be the focus. And you want it to get back to that. And I hope it does. John Walters. Well, John, you have a great call coming up on Saturday against Drake and then Back at it with basketball on Monday and Thursday next week with North Dakota State and Iowa. As always, thank you so much for your time. I took a ton of it today. Appreciate you joining us. Yep, thanks for having me. Trying to appreciate it. That's John Walters, the voice of the Cyclones. We need a break. Coming back with more on 1700 The Champ. The ISU Coaches Game Day Show. Nothing but Cyclones. Four hours before select Iowa State football games on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC in Clive. Our reviews say it all. I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process. Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond. People also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all-new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or BillionAuto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade. Beep, beep, billion for all your auto needs. 
Bring on the cold and join Special Olympics Iowa for the annual West Des Moines Polar Plunge on Sunday, December 2nd at Raccoon River Park in West Des Moines. Special Olympics Iowa provides year-end sports training and athletic competition to over 15,000 Special Olympics athletes and unified partners in the state of Iowa. The plunge will begin at noon and a post-party with music, food, drink, and prizes will immediately follow. For more information, please contact Special Olympics Iowa at soiowa.org backslash plunge or call 515-986-5520. We'll see you on December 2nd at Raccoon River Park. Amazing deals are going on now during Menard's Christmas Home and Gift Sale. Keep your home connected and protected with Schlag. The Schlag Scent Smart Deadbolt is a smarter way into your home. Never worry about losing your keys again. With the Sense app, your smartphone is your key. Right now, just $168. During Menard's Christmas Home and Gift Sale. Sale price is good through December 1st. Plus, give the perfect gift this Christmas with a Menard's gift card. The wait is finally over. Dell's biggest Cyber Week ever is on. Save big on Cyber Week deals, plus get free shipping on everything. With massive deals on Dell computers with 8th Gen Intel Core processors, the hottest gaming gear, and top brand electronics like Google Smart Home, it's a sale you won't want to miss. Just call 800 by dell or visit dell.com slash cyberweek. Call 800 by dell for more Cyber Week deals. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash If you've ever visited Salisbury House and Gardens, you know that its architecture, fine arts collection, and beautiful grounds make it a truly one-of-a-kind historic house. We're lucky to have such a unique cultural experience right here in Des Moines, but like many other historic house museums across the country, Salisbury House depends on the generosity of community members like you to keep our doors open. You can help preserve and interpret the past, celebrate the present, and ensure a sustainable future for Salisbury House Foundation by contributing to our Season of Giving campaign going on now. Visit salisburyhouse.com to donate. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to completeautowraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. 
flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags, the largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700, the champ. All right, quick segment here. Trent kind of back with you. Solo this after. It's still morning. It's unbelievable. I I am just so thrown off here. But we're back. We're just about to the noon hour. Coming up in the noon hour, we're going to talk Hawkeyes with John Miller from HawkeyeNation.com. College football with Bill Bender from the Sporting News. A busy hour upcoming. Went long with John Walters, but a ton of great stuff there. Not just for you Cyclone fans, but Hawkeye fans, too. I think you learned a lot about what happened yesterday with Gary Dolphin last night during the broadcast. The mic was hot. And what went on there. And a great perspective from John Walters. And a big thank you being as glib as he was. A wonderful interview. We'll have that podcast up. 1700thechamp.com. You can go back and listen to it if you missed it. A lot of great stuff from John Walters. Quick timeout. One o'clock hour. No. The noon hour. That's next. I'm struggling. Back with more in a moment. 1700 The Champ with The Drive. Every weekday afternoon, Wolfgang and Trent Condon have you covered for The Drive Home. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. 
Reported House Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow. And I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 now and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Order now by calling 800-951-4694 or go to MyPillow.com and use promo code Des Moines. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Holiday Inn Express wants to let you in on a little secret. You can now get at least 25% off at HolidayInExpress.com during our cyber sale. We'll even throw in free breakfast. Just kidding. Breakfast is always included in your stay at Holiday Inn Express. Book now and save at HolidayInExpress.com. Terms apply. There it is. The brand spanking new Holy Mother of Awesome 4K Ultra HD TV. With a gazillion pixels of super crisp resolution, you can see it in your living room. And then you see the price. Your hopes are officially dashed. Don't let those big box retailers give you static. Swing by Rent-A-Center or go to rentacenter.com and get the big brands you want for small payments you can afford, all without credit. Rent-A-Center. Big brands, small payments. Rental purchase transactions. See store for details. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. 